waiting this for you. What strand that I have <laughs> down here? Josie's Josie's uh, decided we're not doing any photos today because she had a very very intense personal training session this morning. I said no pictures. And now she has some some like little. I've got this weird slut strand circa nineteen ninety five. I reckon. Doesn't everyone know what a slut strand? Yeah, is? I'm not like sl- slut shaming. No, it was like what we used to call like those little bits of hair, like Victoria Beckham used to do it. Yes, it's like those two little bits at the front. Yeah, that's the vibe I was going for in nineteen ninety six. Maybe is that when the first yeah. album came out? That's what that just took me back to then when it fell across my face. It's not a vibe I want to recreate. I definitely used to wear them all the time. Same. Loved. Loved a slut strand. Um, hi. How are you, Mel? Well, pretty pretty good. Very sweaty again. We're in the, the mm. hot box of death, which maybe is sort of a like premonition. Maybe, oh no, you're frowning at me. You're like, what the fuck? No, I don't mean premonition. I mean like it's very apt that we're in a hot box of death because mm. we talk about murder and ghosts and mm. spooky shit and bad shit like maybe we'll drop dead in here from heat exhaustion and it'll be a mystery and the police will be like there's no weapons the door is locked from the inside <laughs> how did they die <laughs> and then the policeman will be like wait it's 58 degrees in here that's oh how they God. died do you remember that there's like a, a riddle that you used to tell at school and it was like a man is found in his jail cell dead yes, on the floor with the water bed oh no that was a different one no who it has was, a water bed in jail <laughs> what jail is this gets a water somewhere we're in Sweden. <laughs> very nice. Some very nice jail digs. Um, no, it was like to do with an ice block. Like he was standing on an ice block and then the ice block melted and then he hung himself and died. Do you remember this? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. And it's like he's hanging in this cell and there's like no chair and there's no way that he would have gotten up there. Yes. How did he like, get up oh there? Yeah. He was standing on an ice block. P.S. No one would stand on an ice block for like what? That would take like 36 hours and to melt. And your feet would be so cold. It would take so long. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd have more than enough time to like change your mind. <laughs> yeah, you'd have way too much time to reflect on your decision. Too much reflection time. Um, so first we absolutely need to talk about the highlight of, um, well, it'll be last week now when this mm. comes out, mm-hmm. but right now it's happening real time. We're being so reactive. We've gone from recording a thousand episodes in advance and speaking very vaguely <laughs> Now so being so vaguely. reactive, that literally we recorded yesterday. <laughs> now we're recording again, and we're talking about things that are happening in real time. Um, yes, there's a bit of an all Aussie mystery hour group romance yes. blossoming. They they absolutely must get married. Yeah, um, it's Matt and Susie. Is it Susie? Susie. Matt yeah. and Susie. You know exactly who you are. You know who you are. Lovebirds. You at least need to go on one fucking date. Please. Like, and we won't sit two tables th- away looking over our I know disguises. Both of you. No, at you. not at all. Not at we all. definitely will not. My fake glasses with the nose and the moustache. <laughs> That's not <laughs> That's me. That's not in the corner at all. <laughs> That's not Josie. <laughs> <laughs> that is just a very attractive man mm. who has Womanly. a resemblance. Womanly. Um, do we need to give some context to people that aren't in the group as oh, to fuck, what yeah, happened probably. and how yes. they met? Mm-hmm. So Matt actually wrote in his Tinder bio, looking for crime podcasts or just podcast recommendations? Like looking for recommend, yeah, I think it's just podcast recommendations. And then cute little Susie using us to flirt, which is just amazing. Just 10 I out mean, of 10. Whoever thought that would happen. She went, can recommend all of the mystery hour. And then oh, he so was like... Oh my god! Yes, marry me with like clapping, which emojis. is just smooth, like so smooth. Yeah, Works he really got time. so excited. 
Um, and I don't know what was said next because that was all that was in the screenshot, I think. Yeah, I think it was. The clapping emojis. Yes. But, you know, there could have been some, like, some more chat that we're not privy to. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because then he posted mm. the screenshot in the group. Mm. And then someone who's friends with Susie tagged her. That was so cute. And it's, it's like so cute. everyone is losing their fucking <laughs> shit. So long story short is you really want to be in the group if you're not yes, in it. Because shit like this group we're happens. talking about is the Facebook group that, honestly, for 20 episodes last season, all we do is plug this group. If you don't know what it is by now... You weren't listening. You weren't listening properly. Pedestrian.tv Facebook page. Give that a like while you're there. Absolutely. Because there's plenty of spicy content on there. It's not all true crime based. Nope. But it's still fun. We both work there. Totally. And then the All Aussie Mystery Hour podcast group is part of that. So join that. Join us in just squealing over this blossoming romance. Please. It's And other things. We talk about other things in there. But this is by far the most zesty little... It is. It's Combo. the Romeo and Juliet of yeah. our time, except minus the dying bit, hopefully. Yeah, it's like a happy Yeah, no version. murders. No one murder anyone. Yeah, don't. You'll ruin it. Don't murder each <laughs> other. Matt and Susie, Matt and don't Susie. murder each other. Please, we beg you. We can't stress this enough. <laughs> Please don't, don't murder each other. Because <laughs> then this will be bad. And we'll be like subpoenaed or whatever to talk about it. And we don't want to. Oh, we don't want to do that. And then we'll probably get called into court. And mm. I, don't, I don't fancy going to court. I don't want no, to go to court. Actually, I kind of do. I've always wanted to really? do jury duty. Oh, I've never been asked. Neither. Which offends me. Like, I get offended yeah, like, that I haven't why been asked. And other people, they go, oh, my God, I've been asked, like, ten times. And I always say, no, I can't. I get out of it. I'm like, doll, I'd take leave and just do it. If it was a zesty enough case, you know. If it was someone stealing someone's bike, I don't care. I yeah. want murders. Yeah. Like, you want something. But they tell you. They're like, this could take four months. Yeah. Well, I think my sister did it once. Yeah, she did absolutely do it once. And it was like a drug thing. <gasps> and it was very, like, she, I, I don't know. I feel like she didn't tell me any more than that. No one arrest her. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I just remember it was drug related. And she said it was, like, super, like, spicy and, like, oh full of, like, lawyers, like, just going, and then object. you did this, you oh, know. Oh, I love it. Like, banging hands like on Like, real-life Ally McBeal stuff. Oh, my God. Ally McBeal was such a good show. What I was show. thinking about this the other day, and I yeah. needed to watch it again. Yeah. Is it on any of the streaming? I think so, and it should oh, be. That's a loss. That's a, a real loss. A huge loss. That was a great... It was before its time. It really was. Um, something else I want to point out oh, yes. that we were talking about yesterday mm-hmm. was uh, we told you to, like, voice your support of Seamus and his banjo. Oh, my God, <laughs> Don't. Have you been keeping this from me all day? Someone wrote on our Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Okay, no. I on thought you were going to show me a shameless No, I mean, so on our Instagram. Okay, yeah. At All Aussie Mystery Hour, or one word, all lowercase. Go and find us there because zesty stuff happens on there too. Does. We actually haven't posted a post. No. I've been disorganized and I'll post things from the last episode, which I haven't done yet. Um, but anyway, someone commented and they said, we love Seamus and his banjo. Oh, my God, Seamus. So, I sent it to him and I was like, the fans want their banjo theme tune. So, <laughs> stay tuned, guys. It's it's in the works. I can't wait. He likes to film himself. I'm sure he'll do it. He, he loves a film of himself playing the banjo. So, yeah. obviously, he's going to do it for us. And can I just add, as yes. an aside, but no one told Julian, okay? This is between us. Wow, this is... He's quite cute. Seamus is good looking. Okay, so you're I feel telling like all a the ladies, podcast. The ladies <laughs> will enjoy the video of Seamus playing the banjo. 
Is Seamus single? Can we set him up? No. Uh, his girlfriend's overseas at the moment, which is why I think now's the time to get him to work on this because he's bored. He's bored. And, yeah. he, you know, he's sad. He misses he's his girlfriend. Sad. All he's doing is strumming that banjo all day what? long. Wow, he's, that he's sounded just, like it did. something else. <laughs> oh I'm actually talking about a banjo. Oh my it's God, not I'm a trying. euphemism. I was about to say, like, he's. I just imagine this sort of sad person hunched over their banjo, just like, twang, 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 yeah. twang, twang, like on their balcony as the sun sets. The deliverance but vibe, except without a, the inbred yes. thing. And the murders. Oh, wow. I keep, when I I'm keep fanning. It too. It's okay. Because we've got Madonna mics now, um, like we're on stage. Yeah. I, don't, I never tell if mine's too close, but you know what? We're going to find out after the fact, and you guys just have to deal with it. Yeah. Soz. Um, okay, so. There is a thing that I wanted to talk to you about, which has like nothing to do with anything we're doing today, but does have to do with murder, kind of. And I yeah. just I want to talk about it yesterday, and I forgot. Mm. And then I was like, maybe I should save it for a mystery minute. But I'm too fucking excited because mm-hmm. Josie hasn't seen the hand that rocks the cradle. I haven't. And look, I'm sure there are people in the group on Instagram, on Twitter, who follow us, who have definitely Twitter. seen it. And I know Twitter, we're like, we're, we're still including you guys, even though we don't yeah. care. It's for if we ever get US fans, because I feel yeah. like US people love Twitter. And some people just love it. Like, we have so many people that work here that like, oh my God, froth a Twitter. Do they ever stop? They love a Twitter. Twitter. That's a tweet? all they do all day. They Twi- love to tweet, to tweeting? tweet. Tweeting. Tweeting. <laughs> So They're in the Twitterverse. I used that word today. I felt oh, like no. I felt like Koshy. Like yeah. something Koshy would say. I was like, so hello, fellow youth. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, anyway, that's irrelevant. The yeah. point being is that if you have seen The Hand That mm. Rocks the Cradle, you were right now squealing one million percent because it is a fucking amazing movie. What's it about? Plot so, point. Ba- little only. background. I watched yep. this. I was meant to be going out in King's Cross back when King's Cross was cool and fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And uh, it was like 8 p.m. We were like literally getting ready and it was on TV. And then I was like, ooh, this looks like fun and 80s. Yeah. And then we just got totally sucked in. We didn't go out and watch the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I love movie. those nights. I know. I was always was... kind of into those nights. Yes, same. It's just the best. Um, so basically it's – look, I'm going to – I'm absolutely going to butcher this plot. But mm-hmm. – because I haven't seen it for a while and I need to watch it again. Mm. We should watch it together. We should. Um, Do a recap. Yes, <laughs> just for no reason. Just for no reason. <laughs> um, but basically, it's like there's a woman and she... No. You've okay, already no, I'm butchered give you, this. I don't want to ruin it. I just don't want to ruin it for you. I'm just going to give you the very abbreviated, okay. spicy Keywords. version. Yep. Okay. Okay. So there's like this woman starts... Beco- like comes and becomes a nanny for this couple gorgeous couple have a yep. newborn mm-hmm. and picturing the hair and the shoulder pads yes mm. and then um she basically starts to <gasps> take over from the mother like she starts feeding the baby herself. Ew, with a boob. yeah Yuck. it's like an iconic scene and then like the baby's not eating so the mum's like why is the baby not eating it's because <gasps> she's all been the time. feeding uh-huh. it all day long and then she like creep. starts to go even more crazy yeah it is so good oh my god and it's just so Who's fucking 80s no one that I can think of, like just people that I don't just know. People. Hot people, yeah, hot right. 80s people, but like. Man, the rocks anyway. the cradle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you said it, I definitely heard of it, but I was thinking of other movies like Rosemary's Baby, which is yes. also completely cooked with an iconic scene of her eating the raw steak because she's oh, got God. a demon baby inside her. I've never seen it. Oh, I, my God, like it's demons. so good. Like oh, she has a demon baby. Yeah. And then Mommy Dearest. Is that mm. the one about oh Judy Garland? No more wire hangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that either. Or is it Joan Collins? 
Joan. Not Joan Collins. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Joan Collins. Joan Collins was a legend. I can't believe I just <laughs> dragged her name through the mud. I think it was Joan Crawford. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're going to have a movie night then, obviously. Yes, of just fucked up movies about people that are parents. That are either they're fucked up or their baby is fucked what up. What about, we need to talk about Kevin. Yes, let's add that in there. And then can we watch the episode of 30 Rock where Liz accidentally steals a baby? Yes. She goes into baby trance and then she realizes <laughs> she's walked like 20 blocks, <laughs> kidnapped the baby. She's just like, you're so cute. Yes. It's very funny. We can add that in. For we sure. can watch that at the end. Yeah. Just as just a little like. Calm down, yeah. fun. Yeah. Little so we can sleep after all this horrific. Yeah, and Rosemary's baby will have to be first, otherwise I'll have nightmares. It's so. really scary. It's a Roman mm. Polanski movie. Yeah, I might have made that Mia up. Farrow. Yeah. Yeah, and she had the like pixie cut, and then yep. it became really famous. Yeah. Anyway, this is so irrelevant. Wow. This has wow, guys. If you thought. I realized that in the first episode, I said guys so many times. It's like I'm a Channel V host. Guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Um, but, you know, I'm just talking to our listeners. We yeah. know that they're out there listening to this. We do. Um, what was I going to say? Yes, this, like all this baby talk, if you thought this was going to be like, we're going to Kelly Lane, nope. <laughs> some kind of related mystery, we weren't. It has nothing to do with it. Literally we're just on nothing. a tangent. That was a Mel just, just a wanted to talk tangent. about a zesty 80s I did. Crimey movie. Like, I literally have on my notes. So, I use paper <laughs> notes, which is so weird. It's like I'm basically faxing myself. Um, <laughs> we all know how you feel about Josie, faxes. <laughs> no, because Josie uses her laptop like a modern woman. And I'm mm. like, print. Um, I literally, the, my first thing is all caps, hand that rocks the cradle. So, I didn't forget to talk about it. No need to talk about it. Just wanted to. Yeah. That's the power that I have here. I'm sure people will weigh, weigh in in the group. Absolutely. I cannot wait to have in-depth discussions, hmm. spoiler alert discussions, where we like block out letting people see what we're talking about, where we yeah, can go deep dive I better on the not. Shit. Like when I commented on the you discussion. Oh, yeah. And one of the our group members, Katie, actually. Oh, it was too. Um, said, Josie, why are you commenting here? You haven't finished. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm turning notifications off. I just wanted to say. I still haven't finished it, by the way, hmm. but I'm loving it. I mean, oh, I would take I'll finish it on the plane. It. Oh, yeah. Josie goes to LA tomorrow. Anyway, should we get to the actual point? I feel uh, bad. I don't know. I have to go home now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <That's the end>. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, let's get to the point. Okay, so I picked this one to do as my first one back for season two because yep. I actually visited it on yes. my All Aussie Adventures road trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called The Devil's Pool. Mm. I think most people know of it in a roundabout way and know that it's creepy. Um, but, but no details at no all. No details. Yeah. Um, You've been wanting to do this for ages. I have. Before I you went to there. do this. Yeah, in season one, I think we even had it down. Yeah, we did. It was on the list. And then shit just got chaotic and yep. other shit mm-hmm. got in the way. Wilga Waterhole for one. Oh, so The Patnella, like all the oh, important the Patnella. I don't want to talk about the Patnella. I love the Patnella. <laughs> I'm ashamed. It's so I'm good. ashamed of my shitty research. I actually think I've done a good job here, but then again, who knows because it's me. And also, who cares? Who cares? That's our motto. Who cares? The motto of All Aussie Mystery Hour. Who cares? cares? Exclamation mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, the devil's pool. It's So basically, I went there. Mm. So geographical Mel. This actually is going to probably make a little bit of sense, but... Oh, I hate it when geographical Mel makes sense. I know, because it's actually an easy one to figure out. So it's between Cairns... Well, it's between Cairns and Townsville, but they're pretty far apart. It's closer to Cairns, but I drove from Townsville to Cairns and went on my way to Cairns. So it was like Mm. 
So this just still didn't really make any sense. It didn't. And also, <laughs> what if you're from America? None of that right. means anything. Okay. We're in Queensland. Picture the map of Picture Australia. Queensland. And then you've got the, the fat bit of Queensland. But if you're Amer- America, as much as I love Americans, they don't know anything that's not in America. Okay. So for them, they need to know that Australia has... A bunch of states. Has a bunch of states and there's it's a like pointy the, it's bit. It's like you're coaxing me like a child. Like, what does it have, Mel? <laughs> the pointy bit is Queensland. It is, but there's a fat bit of the pointy yes, bit. And yeah. that's kind of where we're hanging out. Yeah. Getting towards the pointy yeah. bit. So I think the Townsville <laughs> is like the top of the fat bit. Yeah. Um, and then you keep going up and it's like maybe, I want to say like six hours is Cairns. And really? Then, Are yeah, they that far apart? So. I might be making I've that up. I've never been to North I just, Queensland. When I went, I was ridiculously hungover. I had had this like insane night with a mate and I was just Were you like, driving with a hangover, Mel? I was driving with a hangover. I had a lot of my zones though. Okay. Anyway, a lot of my zones <laughs> to hydrate me. But anyway, I got about, it's about an hour south of Cairns is a town called Babinda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really small, cute town. One of those like cute little coastal semi-country towns yep. but they're more rainforesty up there anyway if you go into Babinda and you keep going inland more there's a place called Babinda Boulders mm. um, and it's a really popular swimming spot because basically Australia is fucked and once you get past like Brizzy pretty much it's like crocodile country jellyfish country oh. you cannot swim at the beaches you'll die you'll die mm. you and it's just crocodiles ruin everything up there like they just i know because i never knew they were at the beach until you told me i thought they were just in like the river they they are at the beach they're in the river sometimes they're just like near houses they're just the worst yeah and the jellyfish there are the ones where oh just like one millimeter of their tentacle gives you a heart attack and you're done yes like the insanely yes. poisonous ones. And you Not can't like a see zesty them. blue bottle where no. you're like, oh, that, that's blue. I'm going to get out because it's going to hurt me. Yep. No, it's clear. You can't see it. And it just brushes past you and you're dead. Yep. You're gone. It is. And you know, that's the one thing about Australia that the international folk haven't got wrong is that there are a million things that will just kill you. Oh, here. yeah. And it's crazy. And even when I was traveling, all the people up north are like fucking shit scared of cocks. Like mm. they. They don't fuck around. They I met this guy them. in Darwin and he was like into fishing like um, old mate was from last week's episode. Oh, Patrick McDermott. He's actually the one that took me fishing, this guy. The one where you said you were really good at fishing and then yeah. it transpired that you weren't? Uh, it transpired that I was great at like throwing, throwing the fucking yeah. shit into the water. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, no, I'm not very good fisherman, fisher lady. Anyway, um, the point being is that he would take his little tinny out to mm. like fish mm. and, and this billabong and he was like i'll only fish there if i can see this female croc she it's her like because they they're quite territorial right so it's like her spot oh my god and he was like, if i can see her i will fish because i know where she is but if i can't see her i leave because i feel like one day she's just gonna like overturn mm-hmm. yeah the boat and they're, get him. they're fucked then they're, they're like huge. lake placid bullshit they are mm-hmm. huge massive Anyway, that's not even the point because this isn't about crocodiles, although they do kind of come into play later. The point being that people yep. go swimming in inland waterhole situations mm. because even though the crocs still fuck them up all the time, <laughs> it's a little bit better because usually if you can get up higher, they don't get they don't climb yeah. and shit. It's a little know. bit more of a controlled environment than yes. a beach. Yes, and like they have rangers and stuff that go in and like check for crocs each season and that shit as yeah. well. Anyway, oh my God, none of that is even 
important right now. Anyway. Look, we're just giving context. I to know, like the, but sometimes I'm the, like... The culture up there. The and you rambler. know, someone in the group was like, I know you're both from the South, which made me laugh because it made me feel like I was Reese with a spoon. Like... Southern oh, like accent, in, like oh my god, in and like that movie that I love. Well, she just is from Sweet the south, Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. But in life, she's from the is south. She? Yeah, and like Blanche from the Golden Girls, like that mm. really like Southern Belle. Like I feel like we're Southern Bells because we're from the south. But I never say I'm from the south. I'm just from Newcastle. You know, yeah. it was just weird for because she was a Queenslander. She was like, we want some northern mysteries too. Oh, you're getting them. So here they are. Here they fucking are. Woman from the group from that the I group can't remember the name we, of. We do like you. I don't know why I was being aggressive then. Yeah, you're a bit like woman I from know. that group. I was, and I was like, "Here they fucking are." It's like, whoa. That's how we talk. Like, I'm I don't Southern Bell's bitch who like yells at me through a podcast. Anyway, um, okay, so I went to Bobinda Boulders um, mm. partially because I knew that the Devil's Pool was part of it, yeah, and partially because it's just a really fucking good swimming hole. Basically, there's this big bit that you can just swim in. And it's just flat. It's it's crocs. Relatively shallow. No crocs. Oh. Um, you can see the bottom, like all rocks. It's beautiful, like overhanging trees, mm. light breeze. You know, it's really, really nice. And so really good way to cool off on your way up to Cairns. But then if you walk around, there's a long walking track that's actually called the Devil's Pool Track. Mm. And that will take you to the notorious Devil's Pool area. Oh, my God. And it's the most stunning thing, I think. Well, it's not the most stunning thing I've ever seen, but it's it's breathtaking like yeah. the boulders are beautiful it's like these big smooth like mm. boulders i think i saw them on your instagram yeah i yeah. did put up a photo and it was like i think i put it in the group actually mm. and it's just like a stunning place you can see why people like to swim there but these days like the council or whoever the fuck does this shit put up like <laughs> signs that are like um, don't swim here people die here you know right yeah doesn't stop people. <laughs> How dare they? Fucked. We're like, fucking council. How dare they care about oh. our safety? Firstly, this is such a tangent, but firstly, fucking Honey Badger, which I did write about yes, the pedestrian. he was there. Jumped into the fucking devil's pool because he's a fucking idiot. I'm yeah. sorry. If you're listening, Nick Cummins, you're a fucking idiot. Cause, oh, like, I love you, Nick. <laughs> I don't love you, Nick. <laughs> um, and like did a whole video on it. Yes. Um, there's also like all over the internet, which I watched a few of them. There are people that like do like GoPro videos and like. It's like the people that do the figure eight pools in Sydney, even though you're not supposed to. Like, yeah, they're quite dangerous. I know. But then it's like figure eight is dangerous. But this is like next what level. You'll see. Yeah. It's like next fucking level. And if you dread anything about it, I would think you wouldn't do it mm. anyway. Um, but they're a natural pool. Um this is what Wikipedia told me, and I don't know what this means. It's mm-hmm. the confluence of three streams among a group of boulders. <laughs> I don't know, water shit? Well, the confluence is where they meet. So it's so like it's three the meeting streams. place of three streams. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Um, anyway, uh, but then the mystery is 17 people have drowned there since 1959. Wow. All but one of them, young men. Get out. I know. That is what? I know. All of them. All of Apart them except one. for one, young men. I know. So, let's but, get into it. What? No, I won't say anything. What were you going to say? No, Is say it, it just that young men like the honey badger are fucking idiots? I mean, that could be your theory <laughs> if you want it to be. But we'll get go there on, the Go on, go on. That's so far as Josie's theory. <laughs> That's all right. my theory. No offense to all the young men listening. I love you. Also, uh, you're idiots. Also, you're idiots. <laughs> Um, so I just want to give a shout out to one of our favorite websites, Unexplained Australia. Oh, just if you run Unexplained Australia, can you contact contact us, us because we want to collab with you. Yeah, we collab. Love you. We will collab <laughs> with you um, because 
when it's ghosty shit, like obviously when it's like proper straight up murders, mm. you can you can get heaps from like news sources. Yes, yeah. And we have been like, I know we people that. think that we don't do our fucking research, but like, did you fuck hear you, of a quoting I did in yeah. the last episode? It was quote city. I'm gonna be like quote. And then start just so that people yeah. that criticize us get the point. Yeah. But I won't do that because that would be annoying. But the point being <laughs> that we're fucking journos. Yeah. I mean, it's a loosely based term, especially for me. Like I'm a style editor. But, you know, yeah. like today my trainer actually laughed when I told someone I was a journo. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to LA. And then she goes, when are you back? I'm like, Sunday. She's like, the girl next to me was like new to boot camp. Yeah. And she was like making conversation. And she's like, oh, you're a flight attendant? And I go, no, she's Irish. Yeah. And I just went, no, I'm a journo. And then Mish, my trainer, went, journo. And I'm like, was she, was she laughing at me saying I'm a journo or she just thinks the word's funny? Yeah. And like, you're like, I'm never going to And like this Irish girl won't know what a journo is, maybe. Mm, but I'm like, a bit of both, I actually think she's laughing at me because I'm here going, oh, yes, it's me, star of the Academy Award winning film Spotlight. <laughs> That's not me, you know? Just, just out here researching. Oh, P.S., just mm. a really quick um, zesty aside about um, Spotlight. Yes. Great the movie. People, Watch it if you haven't. Well, the journos that in real life did mm. that, mm. Um, they have a podcast out called Gladiator that I just finished <gasps> listening to and it's very, very, very good. I didn't know that. Yes. And it follows – actually, shout out to Caitlin who's in the group who is mm. one of my friends who had it in her Instagram story and I saw it. Mm. Um, they basically follow uh, – uh, NFL, NFL player in America mm. um, who killed a bunch of people, went to jail Whoa. and then um, killed himself and the looking into like how his brain was affected from the score. <gasps> from concussions and, and stuff. It's really good. I mean, it's like a proper actual investigative. Yeah, it's not, the, not this shit. I reckon I've counted we've gone about 18 tangents in this episode. I know. I'm really sorry already. It always happens. Anyway... Uh, going back to Unexplained Australia. Yes, we love you. We do. We love you so much. Collab with us. <laughs> I'm saying it on purpose. Yeah, weird. that's I do it too. Yeah, because <laughs> I love you. Also, Project's team at Pedestrian, but that's how they say it. Collab. <laughs> that's where I got it, it from. It sounds so like collab and they're putting your fingers together yeah. in like a sort of annoyingly <laughs> gross, like joined. Anyway, yeah, that's who I stole it from. <laughs> uh, anyway, so even before 1959, so yes. 17. People have drowned there since 1959. And that's that. Hang on. Yeah. Let's do some maths. That's 60 years. I'm scared. Oh, okay. Is yeah. it? Actually, yeah, it is. It is. Fuck, that was quick maths. Whoa, that was good. <sighs> you were lucky because it's 2019. Yeah. That's how but, I did it. Because I <laughs> went nine, nine. We'd be, like, we'd be like that lady in that, in that meme. <laughs> the maths, like, maths lady. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, it's 60 years. 17 mm. people just at the devil's pool. Like that that's, spot. Insane to me. It is pretty insane. Like that'd be more than say Coogee Beach, you know, which is a beach. Yes, exactly. It's pretty fucked. Um, But even before then, there were newspaper reports of deaths in the waters, which Unexplained Australia referenced as Cairns Post in 1933 and 1940, but didn't have like any kind of like Mm. anything else besides saying that happened. Yeah. But cool. 1933, a man went missing after being swept into the waters, and in 1940, an eight-year-old boy drowned. So, there's the theory is that the 17 from 1959 are just the most recently and most yeah, well reported. That it's on, been happening, but it's since been happening the dawn of for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, a few standout, not standouts, but like you know, like <laughs> some greatest ones hits. I can find info on the greatest hits of these. Your favorite drownings. People. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's like so. Like 
<laughs> so fucked up. So fresh. <laughs> 17 tries. I'm so sorry. I We're feel like we need to take that out. We just found a funny link to So Fresh. Anyway, <laughs> so of all these drownings, a few that there's quite a lot of information about on the internet. Yeah. So 1979, a man named Patrick McGahn was 24 and he drowned in an area called The Chute. How big is this area? We're still on the... Oh, I thought you were talking about the, the champagne. The, <laughs> oh, how do you say it, Josie? You said you'd tell us. Oh, champagne. Champagne. Okay. It is. I know you told me I sounded Italian, but that's how French Julian said it. Well, French Julian is always right because he's actually French. So, oh, thanks for that, like, literal spit <laughs> amount of Mine champagne. Mine spit too. You've just got the, <laughs> the just widest like, actually what looks like a bit of drool into my <laughs> You don't want my germs. No, I don't. I'm just trying to have this one. Um, okay, so Patrick McGahn, he, dra- he drowned in 1979 in this area called The Chute. Mm. Um, and then there's this SES member in Babinda who's spoken to a couple of outlets and she told the Brisbane Times, her name's Dulcie Schnitzeling, which is a, <laughs> such a great name. Dulcie Dol- <laughs> Schnitzeling, I know. It's just so good. Oh, my God. I love her. It's such a spicy name. I love the name Dulcie. They're always zesty. Well, she's totally zesty. And her surname is Schnitzeling. I know. Oh, my Double God. Zest. Double zest levels. I'm obsessed. So she told the Brisbane Times about Patrick McGann. It's a 40-foot drop and God knows how deep it is. I don't think anyone's ever sounded it out to find out. So no one knows how deep the chute is. Um, It took five weeks and five days to get his body out because it's so deep and there there are logs that are like lodged in there and stuff. So they had to cut through logs to get his body to rise to the surface. It was really, really bad. My Lord. Yeah. and there's actually a plaque for him as you're about to walk onto the path that I've seen. And I'll put the photo in the group. Um, as you're about to walk on the walking path that you're allowed to do. That says, he came for a visit and stayed forever. Which is fucking grim Fuck, as shit. That's grim. I'd be just like, turning around, like start walking and then just not stop walking. Yeah. But just turn around. <laughs> just turn completely on. around and be like, <laughs> not today, uh, Satan. But like, seriously, like so grim. That I mean, I so dark. I suppose they were thinking it's like a nice thought in the sense that it's a beautiful location. But it's also like he fucking drowned there. Stayed forever. What? Like he's like a he's ghost haunting under the water. It. He is. When did well, he drown? Um, 1979. Jeez. Which is? 40. 40. <laughs> that one took longer. Um, then there's, there was a couple that were standing on a boulder that doesn't say, no, I couldn't find when this happened, mm. but it was after Patrick. A couple were standing on one of the boulders and a flash flood hit that was a result of a storm and swept them in. The woman survived, the man drowned. Ooh, okay, that's weird. Yeah. That to yeah. me is weird. Like it she was weird. spared somehow. Yes. Because I minute. thought you were going to say that's the woman that drowned. No, I, I like, couldn't oh, find the story happened. about the woman. Right. It's actually hard to find the stories. And it was a lot of the articles, I mean, I won't say mysteriously, but I will because I like a conspiracy. Yeah. <gasps> the government cover Yeah, it was a Cairns Post reported the most, obviously, because mm. it's up there. Locals. And, yeah, and they were just like, the link would just go to nothing. And I'd search the Cairns Post site, couldn't find mm. anything. And yeah. The most recent, though, was in 2008. It's the last reported one so far. I mean, like, Fingers crossed ever, obviously. With yep. a naval seaman, which I never, <laughs> I know. I'm such a child. I can't say yeah. seaman without laughing. Nah. It's impossible to do it's it. It's impossible. You can't do it. James Andrew Bennett, 23, from Tassie. Mm. Uh, so he had actually climbed over the protective railing to sit in the, this area called the washing machine. 
and it's like a spot with churning water. I know. It's almost like you go, fuck, man, like... Like... You've walked straight into this. Yes. And it, I... No one deserves to die. Yes. But, like, the washing machine. I know. That sounds like hell on earth. Well, it's kind of like, you know, like that rough guy. water and... Yeah. And well, it's like a the, fence. Like... It's everything, like, yeah. What did I say at the start of this? I'm not going to say it again because we're talking about a dead man, but young men... You're what were you doing? Like, no, what he's been doing? an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't like. I know he's dead, and I don't wish his death on him. I wish that mm. he didn't die. But yeah. also, you were being a fucking yeah. idiot. You like, were I dancing think, with disaster. It's like there. that guy that got um, killed by that uh, group, the the remote oh, indigenous group. Yes. Yeah. yeah and we he, talked like, about it a bit in the group. And, yeah, and he went to go and like witness to them and like tell them the word of God. Yeah. And, like, he explicitly, everyone had been told never go there. Don't go there. Leave them we alone. We can't protect you. Yeah. And then they killed him. And it's mm. kind of like you just disobeyed all the rules mm. and like, yeah, you know, like. It's a death wish. I'm sad you died. Yeah. I wish you didn't die, but yeah. you did do things that led you to that point. So yeah. anyway. Well, that's what this man did in 2008. Exactly. Anyway, so he sits in the washing machine. According to the Townsville Bulletin, he wasn't even swimming in the rough section when he died. And there's a quote from a witness, I guess saying, Mr. Bennett was swimming in calmer water when all of a sudden one of his friends saw him get pulled backwards <gasps> as if by an invisible hand towards the white water at the downstream end of the pool. His friend told coroner Kevin Priestley in 2010 that Mr. Bennett reached up to grab a branch, which snapped. <gasps> Moments later, his head went under the water. I know. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Imagine watching that happen. That's I know. Horrific. Devastating. No, Horrible. Uh, his body wasn't actually found until it floated out of the Devil's Pool on December the 2nd, uh, which I don't know how many days later that was because I don't do my research properly. But oh um, this is like Imagine a... witnessing that. Yeah, like and it's, it's an ongoing story where like people drown and because the water is so... Like it churns so much, mm. they get sucked under and get stuck under rocks and under trees and things and then you, they can't find their body for days or their body like floats mm. out somewhere else. So it's pretty fucked there. I hope they hang, like the police, like hang there and wait because otherwise it's just like you're on like a very nice jaunt with your family and suddenly the pool spews a body forth. Oh, yeah. Well, Imagine that. Oh, like if you were just like looking. Yeah, you were just minding your own business and oh, that's yes. when it floats to the surface. Yeah, Imagine yeah, yeah. Imagine seeing that. God, hell, no thanks. Like I hope the police kind of hang out and wait, you know? Yeah, well, they, I think they send divers down and stuff. Okay. Like there was um, in one of the articles I read, they were talking about how they will tie divers to like secure devices yes. and then so they go so under they to try don't... and look so they can pull them out if yeah. anything happens. So it's like really hectic, but they do like go under to mm. try and find them. Uh, and then uh, Dulcie oh, talked Dulce. to the Townsville Bulletin yeah. about this one as well. Mm. She said, they find the bodies jammed under logs or rocks. Sometimes the bodies are spinning around in the white water. When they go into the chute, they just keep going around like they are in a washing machine. The body only comes out when the current eases. I'm not sure if the chute is the same as the washing machine or if they're different. I don't know. I, I saw them referenced separately. But then she's also kind of talking about them together. But the point mm. being is that, like, it's a really fucked up kind of... A, it's a fucked up way to die. Yes. B what happens to the corpse is fucked. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like, I can see how like the, which I'm going to get into soon. So there's an Aboriginal dream time story that's mm -hmm. attached to this place, yes. which we all knew was coming. Yeah. So I'm just going to jump straight into that. Go for so it. the ABC had, I think it's may still have this show, but it definitely had it in the mid two thousands. I remember it called message stick. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. that show. Yeah. So I used to talk to like 
Aboriginal elders about mm. like different areas and different cultural stuff. And mm. um, they talked to Annie Wonga, who was an elder of the Yidinji people, which I'm pretty sure I'm saying right. Uh, if I'm not, I'm sorry, and please correct me. And she told about the history of her family from the area in Babinda and also of the Devil's Pool. Mm. And she actually didn't visit until 1985 because she said, quote, I wasn't allowed to come up here. It's sort of a sacred spot. Uh, and she's saying this on message stick. And so I'm assuming she was like an elder when she got to go because mm. that's kind of something that does happen in Aboriginal culture is like, when once you're an elder you're allowed to visit a certain spot but yeah. like when you're younger you're not because it's sacred and then on the babinda info center website they actually wrote out the creation story as told by annie wonga and i'm going to read it to you um word for word because it's quite short but it's very good and obviously it's her words and i don't yeah, want to like, fuck go it for up it. okay so sh- this is all quote a long time ago the wanyu majay lived and camped along the creek and valley below churi chillum which is Mount Bartle Frere, which is the mountain that it's part of. That was me. (laughs) Just that bit. (laughs) Not Annie. Not Annie. That was Mel. The valley was surrounded by hills and jungles. Warunu, an elder of our tribe, was married to a young maiden called Ulana. One day, not long after the marriage, a wandering tribe entered the valley and our tribe welcomed them and asked if they would like to stay a while. In that tribe was a very handsome young man called Daiga. On seeing him, Ulana fell in love with him and he no. fell in love with her too. Love triangle. But what could he do because Ulana was married to mm. Warunu and Daiga was from a different tribe. After some time, Ulana and Daiga decided to run away upstream. They'd been gone for quite a while. The two tribes began to miss Ulana and Daiga, so began searching for them upstream. It wasn't long before the two tribes found them camping by the stream. The wandering tribe took hold of Daiga and took him away. Our tribe held Ulana firmly, but she broke free and threw herself into the water that had been calm and peaceful. Suddenly, the water erupted into a swirling torrent of white foaming water and the ground burst open, throwing huge boulders into the air, marking the very place of her drowning. Today, the water is calm and peaceful again, but Ulana's spirit still remains and she calls for her lover's return. So beware, young men, she may call you to her foaming depths. Depths. Oh, I ruined it right at the end. Fuck. But it was so good. Isn't it good? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I know, but it's fucking scary as well. It's scary. I'm like, shit. This, it's like, like a it makes sense spirit to me. kind of thing. I know. So there's that kind of a theory. Like, that's probably yeah, the strongest theory. The three theory. streams, mm-hmm. like, symbolizing the three people in this love triangle. Oh my God, I never thought of yeah. that. She doesn't actually say that. She didn't. But I just read into that. We're just kind of symbolizing. I love it. Um, so that's like one of the main theories is that the reason all these young men have died there yeah, and only one woman is because she's calling them yeah. to their death. And like, sorry. No go. The I'm sorry, I've forgotten the young man's name that it was like he got pulled back. Diger. No, the actual drowning victim. Oh, the actual drowning. And it was oh, like yes, he was um, in calm that, water that and then man. suddenly, bang, uh, Bennett? Yes. Andrews? James Andrew Bennett. James Andrew Bennett. The way he kind of, you know, it was all calm, it was all fine, and then suddenly he's getting pulled back to the into yeah into like it's you can tell why these um, people believe and like kind of buy into the myth yes because it's quite vicious the way it 
suddenly yeah. takes people, you know, the couple are just standing there. Suddenly there's a flash flood. It's not like... It's very like natural forces. Yeah. And it's almost like in a way that is, yeah, like you said, like so sudden. Water is so powerful. Yeah. It can look really calm and then underneath it's like insanely... Crazy. Yeah. I hate it. Anyway, so there's obviously been some ghost sightings because what is a haunted waterhole oh. if not for some ghost sightings? Mm-hmm. So the Cairns Post had a 2009 story according to Weird Australia, my other favourite website. Uh, yeah, they're both great. Both great. Do you think they're like sister sites Possibly. or competing? Like Dolly and Ooh, Girlfriend. Competing for sure. Okay. Fun fact is that Josie used to work at Dolly. I used yeah. to work at Girlfriend. So we were sworn enemies. But yeah. Not really. Not really. Because really. we didn't care that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so according to Weird Australia, this Cairns Post story from 2009 that doesn't exist anymore on the internet. Mysteriously, because it's been redacted. I love this mysteriously disappearing story mm. so much. You know, I like the X-Files, so I'm always going to be the molder in this situation where I think everything's a cover-up. Everything was, was sneakily redacted mm-hmm. as a cover-up. I want to believe. Um, so it actually showed an image of what is supposed to seem to be a face of an Aboriginal woman <gasps> in the devil's pool. Yeah, so I can't find the photo anywhere. If anyone can find the photo, by yes. all means, tell me. But, like, I think you'd have to have a, like, cans post around your house from 2009 <laughs> to have this happen. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. I want to see that photo. Oh, I want to see it so bad. So I bet much. it's, like, nothing. I bet it's, like, <laughs> like little, like, light patch or something yeah. in the water or something. And someone's like, that looks a little That's bit eyes. like face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Brisbane Times with – they don't have a documented date for when this article ran. But they – had an article where a victim's father took a photo at the site where the victim's body was found. And then the quote on Weird Australia that doesn't have a source, just to clarify. They never source, do they? They, they rarely source. Yeah. They're like, Brisbane Times said this once. And you're like, Did they when? though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so in this story, this quote that isn't sourced at all says, that photo, he's even got the cigarette in his mouth. So this, like, there's this apparently this photo oh, of the victim. Oh, a vision of a victim. Yeah, in the with water. With his durry. Even with his durry. It's very weird. I don't know. It's it's a str- that's a strange one. But the point being is that like there's all these like yeah. ghost stories, and but they're always like people in the water and all this creepy shit. Well, like if you die in such a violent, sudden way, there's often unfinished business, and ghosts will hang around. Yeah, that's what they're known for. Well, and then that that in and of itself could be a theory if we really wanted to go out there and go, Mm. is there some sort of vengeful ghost in the water Mm. pulling people? I mean, that's kind of what Alana is as well. But like Yeah. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's not not her. And she's like Maybe she's chill. Yeah. We don't know. Anyway, the last thing I was gonna mention, which isn't technically a theory, but we could make it a theory if we feel like it. Yeah. Just because we want to is coming back to crocodiles <gasps> mid last year, which actually terrifies the fuck out of me because I was there mere months. I was there in probably October, November, mm. I think. October. So this was like a few months before I was there. There was a croc sighting reported at Bavinda Boulders, so at the Devil's Pool, mm. or in the Devil's Pool area. Um, it was reported across the internet. Uh, apparently, rangers couldn't find the croc. So, but it kept being reported and there were even photos. So, it's like this sneaky croc that's hanging around. So, there's also potentially a theory of, have there always been crocs around? Right. Are people getting eaten by crocs? They're getting pulled under by the crocs. Yes. That's a very weak one because crocs. And then wouldn't the bodies have bite marks? Well, crocs would eat 
people. Like the entire yeah. body. Like the body would have bite marks or they would eat bits of the body. Yeah. So it's not like they could eat a whole person. So they'd be mangled. That's disgusting. I know. I mean, they'd be mangled speaking remains. Speaking factually, they would be mangled yeah. remains. Yes. Whereas it sounded like the bodies that were floating up or whatever, which is so horrific. I'm really stuck on that. I know. Like, something imagine really being there like a few days later and then the pool's like, okay, here he is. And then the body floats to the surface. I'm sure there's still like SES and police there. Yes. But just, and it would be cordoned off kind of thing. But I'm just like, imagine you're just chilling and then it floats to the surface. Like you'd never get over that. And it's, it's. There's something about them being so deep, like mm. this whole area, this chute slash washing machine slash... And no one's, like, explored it. Like, yeah, you like... You think that, like, government people would have to... You know, national parks would have to kind of suss that stuff out. I'm, like, in two minds about it because on one hand, I think this is Dulcie. We don't really... She's an SES member, yes, but, mm. like, that doesn't mean that she's, like, the head of the operation up there. Like, maybe mm. people have... And it's just sort of local hearsay that no one's ever gone down. Mm. But then on the other hand, I feel like we think that people would like deep dive. But if there's no reason to, if there's no body that they need to define, mm. if there's no reported person missing, it's kind of like why risk the potential death of other yeah. SES workers and divers going into such treacherous yeah. waters? You know, like maybe they haven't been down there. That's so frightening. And then you just think, are there other people down there? Like, are there remains? Not people, but like, obviously. Remains, bones. Di- yeah. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Just, because just, someone could be there by themselves and this could happen. There's yeah. no one there to see it and report it. Yeah. And then it's just, they're underwater, trapped under a log. Like, I don't even know how many meters down. Yeah. It goes. Like, never to be found. And then their souls are there you know, haunting the place yeah, because they've never been found and laid to rest or anything. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's <sighs> such a weird place. Cause is it's, it eerie? Like when you go, yeah. is there an eerie vibe? Look, I knew the story beforehand and they do have a shit ton of warnings about deaths and mm. like dangerous waters. And there's obviously like the plaque, the memorial plaque and stuff for Patrick. So it's kind of gears you up to make it, it does feel eerie because of that. Mm. But it also is just a really beautiful spot, but in a sort of scary way. Like it's beautiful, but it's like, it's almost like terrifyingly beautiful. Yeah, I find the ocean to be quite like that. Yeah, same. I like to sit and look at it, but I'm like, wow, it can be so destructive. Like it's quite fearsome. Yeah, and like there's there's all these depths that we don't like you said. Was that yesterday? like last week's episode. Yeah, when we're talking about Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh to say Aquaman. Aquaman. It's like collab. Yeah, collab. It's like Aquaman's Aquaman. collab with Harold Holt. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, like it's like there's all kinds oh, of shit out there that we don't know about. That's what freaks me out so much. But, yeah. But then I'm obsessed with aquatic mysteries. Like, I'm this, an enigma. Can we stop doing aquatic mysteries? No, like, I've told you it's now the all aquatic mystery hour. <laughs> That's all we're doing. <laughs> we're changing. We're going to delete all the episodes that don't have to do with the beach or a water hole or a pool only or a fishing trip mm-hmm. <laughs> or a patinella everything else is deleted it's all gone Ivan Malat I don't know her no um do you have a theory that you look at first I felt very cynical thinking being sexist yeah. and being like young men risk takers a lot of them so they're putting themselves in danger like we heard that story about 
James, Andrew. Uh, I keep forgetting his yeah, name. Yeah, it's James. James Bennett. So he kind of disobeyed oh, yeah. the signs, put himself in danger. Like, are uh, people doing that? And they're young men and that's why it happens. I remember on another crime podcast, My Favourite Murder, mm. they did Disneyland deaths and they oh, were yeah. all young men, mm. which you could read into as being like, oh, there's some kind of... But it was just that they were all doing stupid things, like standing up on rides yeah. and doing... They're all like 18. Like it was actually the age range was really short like mm. it was actually creepy because and they didn't really pick up on that in the episode but yeah. i was listening to it going they're all 18 19 yeah. but then i thought it's 18 year old kids that are doing these dumb things yeah it's that age where you're like testing the limit because i'm like, not that girl like i'm not the girl that's gonna climb over the railing and go into the washing machine like oh god no i've never been that kind of person i'm like I play by the rules. <laughs> See, I will break the rules, but it's always incredibly calculated risks. It's almost like yeah. so calculated. It's not even a risk anymore where yeah. I'm like, okay, like we, I've definitely done and like do not do what I did. But to be fair, I was with local people where I've like jumped off rocks and climbed mm. over things that like you're technically not meant to do, but I was with people that grew up in the area and they're like, nah, this is fine. Jumping off here is cool because see that depth is there. You know, Mm. like it was all very like... Like the kids that knew the... Yeah, exactly. It would be like going in with them. Mm. Like not to say you should do that. No, but but tourists don't understand. from like, you know... It's like Bondi Rescue is all tourists. Yeah. So they're like, oh, the ocean's pretty. Yeah. They're like, oh, a rip. I don't know what to do. Yeah. They don't know what to do. Whereas we, growing up in Australia, know what to do yeah, in a rip. Going exactly. nippers and stuff. So these local kids know what to do well, that's with it. the devil's pool. And, like, that's the thing is, like, it's, like, yeah, like, when we say tourists in this sort of situation, mm. it means, like, literally anyone who did not grow up in yes, Gabinda like around Yes, like, you're from these. Tassie. You still yeah, don't get exactly. it. You don't know that area specifically. So I'm, like, but it's a lot of people and yes. a lot of young men. Which, yes. And teamed with the whole, like... That's young men in 60 years. But Annie's story that she told mm. is an ancient dream time mm-hmm. yarn that they tell. Like yes. that's part of their culture. And yep. that's not in the last 60 years. No, That's like hundreds of years before that, that yeah. they have been talking about the devil's pool in that way. And you wonder how many people have died, young men have died. Yeah, that we don't know that about. that story was first told. Like, it could be all young men and there's just that one woman. I know. Like, and we, we don't, don't know. know. Someone just, should really, like... Yeah. I guess, I mean... It'd have to be a local. Yeah. Someone could, should like, ask access the, the archives. Yeah. And, like, speak to the local people and... Find out some more info on the deaths. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of... In a lot of the articles, there were a lot of... There was a lot of talk of, like, it's widely believed to, that there are more. Like, yes. it was... But they just can't report yeah. it because there's no reports on it. But, mm. yeah, like, it's... The 17 is just what exists with mm. documented yeah. evidence but before that who fucking knows yeah it's, and it's just scary yeah but i do think there is like i know what you mean like there's almost a bit of a like is this because the dream of the dream time story is this Olana doing mm. this or is it just young men being idiotic mm. or is it a combo like do they get maybe this there thought? were young men being idiotic back in the dream time time yeah and that kind of myth or story was developed well that yeah and that's definitely account for that but like 
Young men have been idiots since the dawn of time. <laughs> Young you men have been I mean? fucked since the dawn of time. Well, that's definitely 100% a thing because when I went to Uluru, mm. they have yeah. – not Uluru, sorry. When I was in Kakadu, mm. um, they – have did a really good job of explaining the Aboriginal rock art, like the ancient rock art. And a lot of the time they talk about how the stories are like all have morals and the moral of yes. the story is this. And, you know, so it's like kids don't do this. People. And, yeah. You know, teenagers don't do that and so on and so forth. So like potentially it's kind of a bit of both. Yeah. That story was developed to warn people just to not be idiots. Yeah. But then and also then that's been maybe, passed on and it feels yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. But it's that really interesting. whole thing of like Ulana, like the water was calm and then once she threw, she herself, in, threw yeah. herself in, it started churning and now it looks kind of calm on the surface. Yeah. So it's kind of this creepy element of like her lurking under the exactly. waters, like luring people in. I think in it's the, the story of Bennett, Mr. Bennett, mm. that got pulled. That's the one that freaks me out because he just, he was in the calm bit and his friends witnessed yeah. him being pulled back. And like trying to grab a branch. That's so horrific. I know. To witness that. I know. It's awful. I just, yeah, I couldn't. Witnessing a drowning would be <sighs> so traumatic. Like what would you do? You like, feel you so can't helpless. <sighs> well, anyway, yeah. So it's not, it's not a very fun story, but it's also like. It's super wild. Yeah. It's and you were there. Wild. And I was there, but I didn't, I didn't go in the water, guys. I was very good. I only went in the bit you're allowed to swim in. Mm. Um, but I did go and have a look at Devil's Pool and it is like exactly like that. Like it looks beautiful. You want to go swimming. It's beautiful area. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to piss off any spirits. Thank no. you very much. Yep. Just stay away. Don't piss off the spirits is the moral of that story, yeah. I think. Any young idiotic man listening to this podcast, if you can take one warning from us and this story, yep. just don't do it. Don't, don't do climb it. climb over the safety barrier. Don't ignore the signs. Yep. Just be safe. Stay on the path. Listen to this story. Don't tempt fate like that. Yeah. You know? Just don't. Just don't do it. Maybe just don't go swimming at all. Just stay on land because, yeah, if you've learned anything from all of your mystery hour, everything happens in the water. Water is fucked. <laughs> That's the message of this whole podcast. On that note. Bye. Bye. Bye.